Everybody's ego takes a shot on this show. This is Rutledge and Hamilton with Jim Rutledge and Matt Hamilton, presented by Coors Light on 100.5 ESPN. Way to go, Stroke. I'm not a fat hater here. Adult film stars, Matt Hamilton. No, 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 don't be smart. Be curious, not judgmental. Jim Rutledge, he's fake tough. Lucky Bob Billion. Pressure, pressure. Broadcasting live from the Everlight Solar Studio with Matt Hamilton, here's Jim Rutledge. Fran Tarkington was the name that someone chimed in on, but Fran never won. Fran never won it. Trying to think of a guy who won fairly early in his career and hasn't made it. Maybe Russell? Russell Wilson? Did he ever make it back to another Super Bowl? Yes. That was the one where they did not hand it off. Oh, that's right. They they intercepted on the goal line. Yes. I think Russell Wilson's a pretty close one then. Yeah, because you came in, f- you made it to the medal round, so it wasn't like yeah, yeah it and wasn't it was, like a and it was a back bad to back Olympicses, not Olymp- since it wasn't quite Olympicses. Olympicses. It wasn't quite back to back Super Bowls, but it was back to back Olympics. Says says. Do you pet a dog, or do you like pet? It is a word that drives me insane. <laughs> I petted the dog before. Like, I left oh, the, the house. dog loves to be petted. Nope. Nope. No. Pet. Yeah, Pet. No, I always. don't. I don't do that. I, I was literally cr- just a miss stuff yeah. on my well, part. I, I, yeah. <laughs> I, I even correct my kids on that one, even though they're young. I'm like, I don't want at any point it's pet. Like, don't even get it in your brain. <laughs> Otherwise. Uh, which statistic will you mainly use to measure Jordan Love's success in 2023? Is the question we are asking. This Our is Iron Jack poll question. 44% of you say wins. I know. I'm going to retweet Ooh. this now and see if we can't get this over 100 votes because we need a good... We're pretty close to it. So we need... Maybe you need to put your finger on the scale there because I had touchdown interception ratio, which is a close second. QB rating and completion percentage are up there as well. Wins is a tough one to yeah, gauge things on real in a regular one. season for a quarterback. Not only do I think it's not the best gauge of a quarterback, it's not the best gauge of like this team necessarily moving forward. This is, you're going to be looking in between the lines at the talent level of this team, not at this black and white win-loss section of the statistics. So, I mean, not just are we basing this off of Jordan Love. There's a lot of other players that have a lot riding on this season, hoping to dear God that Goody and everybody at the top uh, of the Packers organization is not exclusively looking at win-loss as their like basis for success or not. Jeff in Janesville chimes in with Jim McMahon as far as a quarterback comparison format. Hamilton will take your calls on that. 844 Are we still efforting Jim McMahon and we give up on that? He's still tweeting. His birthday was the other day. I, I'm sad to report I do not believe it is him that is tweeting. No, that's too bad. All right. Well, it's Jim McMahon. Uh, one of my favorite QBs growing up, but Matt Hamilton is kind of a Jim McMahon vibe, especially yeah. as a curler. I could, I could, <laughs> I could get behind that one. All right, there you go. So that's a good one there from Jeff and Janesville. And then uh, Eric and Madison chimes back in. Fran made three Super Bowls. He did. So, but I guess the difference is still it matters that you won one. Fran's uh-huh. not a bad one, but won one McNabb. But again, McNabb didn't win it. So we can't. For, we can't. For all due respect to Matt Hamilton, yeah, we can't ignore that he won one. you my dub. <laughs> <laughs> we can't forget that Matt did win 
Just a gold medal. I mean, yeah. it's just one. But I mean, <laughs> like, like the opener says, every, everyone's ego takes a shot on this show. But come Everybody's on, ego takes a shot on this show. I still, come on, give me at least a Super Bowl champion comp. Well, you know what? Stroke, I work, right? Back me up here. Nah. <laughs> I work out at Carbon World Health. I take semi-glutide to uh, keep my glutes tight and also help me lose weight. I'm down to about 8.5% uh, body fat. I've dropped nearly 30 pounds the weight's staying off i keep on getting in better shape it's nice when you work out there the you have uh, like the heart rate monitor now when i'm working out good or bad i have to push a little harder to get into the red because i'm in better shape so now it's like when you first go there uh, and i was worried about alex strofe's health like if, matt if we had alex go be a part of do like a little training there strofe be in the red real quick and then they, they tell you to, hey calm down like let's pull it back buddy we don't want you passing out here and so <laughs> now i'm almost i have to i have to go extra hard to get in the red it's nice when you first start working out you get in the red easy and it's like okay i'm burning a thousand calories now i gotta work extra hard to burn those calories but the team over there whether it's a training team whether it's dr Nestor rodriguez uh or the entire team over there they're fantastic at carbon world health matt maybe a little extra a little extra working out worry you'll get, get, help you get that gold medal next time yeah i'm just saying yeah. just, you can do the cryo I can get to one more like Maybe Fran. it's like a superhero thing for you though, because you compete on the ice. So mm-hmm. maybe like a little cryo it will give you a little it's like the opposite of your kryptonite, you know, yeah. like fill you up. I could go out there in like swimmer's attire yeah. and just have no excuse for like drag when I'm sliding. There you go. Of this, Shave, this cumbersome be shirt. Completely clean shaven, the whole thing. <laughs> yeah, this these cumbersome <laughs> pants. Yep. <laughs> no. Not anymore. CarbonWorldHealth.com. You can sign up for the six-week experience, figure out what the right treatment is for you. So we'll take your calls on Matt Hamilton QB comparisons. So we are past the statute of limitations since Matt has won. I'm sorry, what? Statute of limitations. Okay, that was better. I missed the second T the first time. You did yes. the first <laughs> The statue of limitations. I love it. You know what I was going yeah, for. Yeah, I sure do. Keep fire away there, shooter. Ooh, uh, Jeff Jeff in Janesville has a good request that I would like Matt to take a run at. He wants to get a curling gold shuffle instead of the Super Bowl shuffle. Oh! Mm. Yeah. But once again, we're past the statute of limitations. We're five years too late on that. Yeah, a little bit. I mean, I could maybe no, win but, this next go around. Yeah, because they did it before they won the Super Bowl. So you get Team Schuster doing a curling gold shuffle. I love it. We are USA's shuffling, curling crew, <laughs> curling on down, doing it for you. As long as as long as you and I can make a cameo in the video, I'm in. All right. <laughs> we didn't come here to start no trouble. We just came here to do the curling gold shuffle. I know all the lyrics to this. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It's, you think that shocks me, but it doesn't. It's so cool. <laughs> it is the coolest. <laughs> How old were you in 85? Five. Okay. So, so it doesn't really register to me. but Well, it did later on, though. What do you mean? Because you know all the words now. Right. I mean, I'm just saying, like, obviously I was five and like... It was almost 40 years ago. Right. No, I know. Okay, I'm just making <laughs> well, sure we're on the same page. I'm not <laughs> saying it was like a cool... I mean, it was fun. I'm not, I'm not hanging on. I'm just saying that they won it. All right. What were you going to go to? Yeah, you're about you started to say something. dump on me for something. Yeah. No, I, I just don't think we can count the Super Bowl slash curling gold anymore. It's been over five years. <laughs> Oh, that that's that was your statue of limitations. You're, you're no you're no you're no better than Jeff Garcia, bro. <laughs> Jeff Garcia didn't win a Super Bowl. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> wow. You can go call him like Trent Dilfer. At least he got a ring. Yeah, he just rode coattails like Matt. <laughs> Matt, do you want to take a minute and go? I don't know. Stick a curling broom somewhere. No, I'll just push him off of my coattails here <laughs> on the show. Ooh, there you go. Maybe get uh, off my push. radio coattails. Is, is, is my time limited? 
<laughs> Maybe. Eric Madison, another one. Nick Foles. <laughs> Big Mad Energy. You'll take that, right? <laughs> yeah, I mean, I'll, I'll definitely take that. That's what we call you, Big Matt. We'll, so. post, we'll, post no, we call him, we, we'll post a photo of me and Nick Foles uh, so later here in the show. It's, it's Big Richard Nick and Big Fat Matt. No, I thought it was whoa. Whoa. I thought it was premature coronation Matt and, and Big <laughs> Yeah. Big Nick. Yeah. Fair. Both of those are real great. They're not mutually exclusive. <laughs> Whichever <laughs> Everyone's ego takes big, a shot at Big Fat Matt. <laughs> what? Big Bat Matt. Big broomstick, Matt. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Moving on. <laughs> Worst nicknames, Matt Hamilton, I'll tell you that. There are. There are. <laughs> but a short broomstick. Broken broomstick. Curved broomstick. <laughs> Full broomstick. The too brushy. I don't know. It's just hey. a lot out there. Too Matt brushy. Hamilton. <laughs> I don't know if I could use the other word. There word, is so I'm gonna not go. a lot of things more satisfying than watching a bush. <laughs> this is Rutledge and Hamilton presented by Coors Light. You're listening to Rutledge and Hamilton presented by Coors Light. Miss any of the show? Find full show podcasts free on Wisconsin On Demand and wherever you get your podcasts. That's right, Matt Hamilton. We are already at Throwing Stones. He may have sworn during the commercial break there, folks. He's Matt Hamilton. I am Jim Rutledge. He said, holy smokes, Batman, we're already at Throwing Stones. And I said, yes, Matt Hamilton, we are. He likes to call me Batman from time to time. It's a thing we do. Is that true? No, totally. It's a thing we do. Yep. I don't believe you. Did you believe that he's got a photo with uh, the one Nick Foles? Like most things that Matt does, uh, he showed me. <laughs> the photo? <laughs> uh, he uh, is Alex Strofe. I am Jim Rutledge. That cackle, you just incriminated both of us, Strofe. <laughs> that is a cackle from Matt Hamilton. This is Rutledge Hamilton live from the Everlight Solar Studio. Make sure to do the Let's Go Red Pub crawl Thursday, September 7th, 530 to 9. Great places like the Red Zone, State Street Rots, College Club, and Wando's will give you an opportunity. There's 15 chances to win this amazing bike. Uh, I say this, it's not. It's a what kind of what, cruiser bike. Is that what you'd call that, Matt Hamilton? Yeah, beach cruiser. The beach cruiser bike there with the Let's Go Red colors on it. And you get free t-shirts and koozies throughout the pub crawl. Yeah, I don't think it's a Schwinn, but it kind of looks like an old Schwinn with like the yeah. banana seat going Yes, yeah. exactly. A beach cruiser, I think, is a great beach way to cruiser. describe it. All right, let's throw some stones. The guys think they have the answers to everything. I'm the best there is. People like me. So it's time to put them to the test. That's some booty, Jim. You know, that's just like uh, your opinion, man. This is Throwing Stones, presented by Metro Kia of Madison, Madison's trusted Kia dealership. It is time to throw some stones here on Rutledge and Hamilton. Each and every day I scour the interwebs to figure out what the heck has happened in the last 72. I've got questions, Jim, I'm out of answers. I'll score them throughout and at the end we will crown a winner of Monday's edition of throwing stones fellas we start with u.s olympic runner noah lyles from over the weekend at a press conference world champion of what the united states you know the thing that hurts me the most 
is that I have to watch the NBA Finals and they have world champion on their head. World champion of what? <laughs> the United States? Don't get me wrong. I, I love the US at times. <laughs> but that ain't the world. That is not the world. We are the world. We have almost every country out here fighting, thriving, putting on their flag to show that they are represented. There ain't no flags in the NBA. <laughs> so Olympic gold medalist Matt Hamilton, I start with you. Inbounds or out of bounds by Noah Lyles over the weekend. That's inbounds. Um, one thing I think uh, is fair to point out is he's in a sport that is extremely limited by your physical prime. He's got four or five maybe six years to make a name for himself. You've got to have hot comments like this. He's not entirely wrong. Like, yes, the sport of track and field does not have the fan base that basketball or football or even Major League Baseball have. And that's part of the system. Like, he gets it. We all get it. But that's kind of the, like, shocking thing that you're going to say to get your name in the headlines and get on the throwing stones on Rutledge and Hamilton 2-4. to four. I'll say this. The only sport that I truly buy that in is possibly baseball, that maybe there's a better baseball team in the world because that's truly a world sport. I'm sorry. Do you believe there's a team out there that would would have beaten the Nuggets? No. Is there a team out there that would have beaten the Chiefs last year in, in the world? No. So they're not world sports. So right. I, And I think they're trying to be. Baseball is truly the closest to a world sport because the NBA, look, right now the, the, the Team USA is competing and winning in the, I don't know if it's a, some sort of uh, national championship for basketball right now, and they're out there winning. And so, I would say the only I mean, world championship. There you go. Yes, yeah, it holds water for baseball. The rest, I'm sorry, give me a team that could remotely compete, and we can worry about it. I get it. His whole I get thing his point, is like yeah. that's all you get. That's all you get a chance at as a track and field athlete is to be a world champion, like football. It's it's a little different. That's just their that is their Super Bowl. That is their uh, yearly championship, and he just wants a little bit more respect put on it. So I'll give you I this. I see where he's coming from. The bigger respect I put on it is the once in four years. Yeah, oh yeah, Olympic gold. Yeah, like that to me is like okay, there it's high level pressure. That's crazy too, because in a sport like that, you might be the best for three years, and it might just land in between the two Olympics. It, it, it's such a wild, volatile sport that I don't blame him for trying to get his right now. So yeah. that honestly, I think it was a great press conference. It's got people talking on national and local news. Like, good for him for getting whatever spotlight that's coming to him. I just hope he can handle the backlash of people that disagree. Nice discussion. All right. I, I mentioned earlier I purchased a Jordan Love jersey over the weekend. I also purchased <laughs> I, I also you. purchased in the same order a Jordan Love rookie card. Jim Rutledge, I <laughs> you ask you. All in on Jordan Love this weekend. <laughs> Jimmy, I ask you, what's the better investment, the jersey or the rookie card? I would say the jersey, because you're gonna oh. have it longer. I don't think the rookie card's gonna carry value. That's funny. I got it for ninety nine cents, but I gotta get it graded now. Yeah, I just don't think it's gonna it's I don't like 50 think fifty bucks to get it graded. <laughs> I don't think it's gonna carry enough I don't think he's gonna be good enough to carry a real value. I don't think it'll be worth what it ta- costs to get graded. Your jersey you're gonna have for a long time. Unless you're like my brother who I think ripped off a jersey of his watching a pair of game, he was so mad. But in general, 
I would say that your Jordan Love jersey will last you five years until he's moved off the team. So I would say that the Jordan Love jersey will have longer longevity, and so that's why I say it's more valuable. I'm on the opposite note, Strofe. As you have stated multiple times, Jordan Love is already getting fitted for Canton right now. You know that that that, that rookie card is going to be worth some money. You're going to have so much Coors Light spilled on that Jordan Love jersey. There's going to be glizzy juice from tailgating dripping all over your Jordan Love jersey. You are not even going to be able to keep that thing in proper shape for five years. The card, on the other hand, is going to go into a drawer, and that's going to last forever. Stop talking. (laughs) Come on, you love glizzies. (laughs) Oh, strong. Lizzy juice. Ew, that's gross. (laughs) I I know, that was the point. (laughs) Cards are too confusing for me now. That, like, I would imagine... (laughs) Because you like if you got it for ninety nine cents, I would imagine that the peak value of that card is like five dollars. So you know what I mean? Like it feels well, it's like not, it's ungraded. But so when yeah. you go to a store, like a pack of cards feels like it's fifteen dollars now. If you want to buy a card that actually could be worth something, like it's too confusing to figure out where would I even buy a card that holds value? Because not the old days where you just open up a pack and be like, oh good. But that's what people do nowadays. What's that? Is they buy a pack, open it up, and if you get like a Jordan Love rookie card, you're like, oh sweet, I bought this pack for five bucks. Right, this but card I mean, might. But I would imagine that that's not the one that he opened up. Well, <laughs> no, it, I mean, it's it, it, it's all dependent on what Jordan Love does. Right now that he might have overspent with 99 cents on a rookie card. But, like, but what's the if peak? Jordan Love no, I'm goes what's the out, peak of it though? Like out like, like you mean like you I buy think a cheap the peak card. depends on how well he does cuz real talk, if Jordan Love does great and does end up in Canton, cuz who knows, you know, crazier things have happened, that card's going to be worth a lot. We're arguing too. I get what you're saying. I just feel like there's tiers to cards and so if you mm-hmm. buy a lower tier card, it can only still be worth so much nowadays. I could be wrong on that. I, I hear what you're saying, but I, I think it's entirely dependent on the player. Okay. Today, August 28th, is National Bowtie Day, Jim. Oh, man, they had a conversation about this. We did. That was our poll question on Friday. We, which is minus you. Yeah. That's right. You weren't on the show. I wasn't around. And there's some blasphemous takes being given. Well, I ask you, Matt Hamilton. Jim, I'll have a different question for you. Are bow ties fashionable? 10 out of 10 bow ties are fashionable. They almost always look good. Especially, like, they've got ones that are just idiot-proof that are they're perfect bow ties. You can't screw it up. Like, it's it's like a retro look that's now back. It's, it's like vintage almost. Bow ties are always fresh. They still look fresh. You're going to get compliments on it. I wore a bow tie to one of the weddings I went to this weekend. I looked great. Bow ties are good Ooh, look. Oh, so he wore the bow tie. Oh. Wow, just to spite me. There you go. What was your question for me? Have you worn a bow tie before? No. I think that it kind of missed men of my age. Again, I feel You're like... calling yourself old right now? A little more of like the age range that they weren't cool when I was young <laughs> enough to be hip to like wear something ironically. And now I was trying to think, did I wear a bow tie at my wedding? But no, it was still was not. It was a tie. Bow tie was an option. My wife put the Knicks on it. So even then, 11, 12 years ago, no bow ties. So I'm going to go. I've never worn a bow tie unless I had one when I was a little kid. Maybe my mom popped me in a bow tie as a little kid. I would like a bold. My last stone for you is uh, tomorrow, NFL Cutdown Day, uh, 23 and a half hours from right now is the deadline. 
Do we have any bold uh, cut-down takes? I'll give you a second to stew on that while I inform you that uh, Aaron Rodgers will be without a target that Madisonians know and love as Alex Erickson has been cut from the New York Jets uh, roster, the former Badger, out of New York. Matt, a bold roster cut take. Can be the Packers, can be anybody else. Go for it. Um, What was that Heath guy's name? What's his? Malik. Malik. He is going to make the team as a undrafted free agent uh, for the Packers. That was my bold take. He had a good enough preseason. I don't think that's very bold, but I'll give it to it's you. Like bold. Bold. I mean, like you, we had ketchup. guys that we wasted draft picks on, and this guy walked on basically and made the team. If you said that like a month ago, it would have been a bold take. Now okay. it's a fade complete. He'll be, he might be their fourth wide receiver, good or bad. Yeah. Okay, I'll say he's the fourth wide receiver then to make it. I will go with uh, – he's not going to get cut. But Yash Nyman will be on a different team. Ooh, maybe trade it. Yes. Yeah, I I, I do like that take. Um, I don't like it because I like Yash Nyman, but I think Rasheed Walker's kind of taken over as that swing tackle. I'll make one more bold one. I don't think DeAndre Foreman will be on the Bears this year. Deontay. Deontay. Uh, on the Bears. You're adding an R. Deontay. Deontay. Um, will be on the Bears this year. Here we go. Um, that's my well, well. He was signed in the offseason, but they like uh, Roshan Johnson, and they clear Her- Herbert's playing well, and I think they're going to go with those two, and then have someone else. They just cut PJ Walker to go with an undrafted free agent uh, out of D two. So, yeah, For the I, backup I, job. I, what's that? The backup job. He's the number two quarterback. You even know his name? Tyson, and then I, his last name is kind of strange to say. It's Bagent, I think is how you say it. Okay. B a g e n t. I've never heard of the guy. Uh, there's a little story. I mean, it was like an NFL.com story on him. Huh. He's, in theory, he's like their Brock Purdy. Oh. He's a extremely efficient guy. He's the all-time leader in touchdowns in NCAA history. He got offers to go to really? Northwestern and other places after his junior year, but he wanted to get his college degree, so he stayed at the D2 school he was at. Wow. That's a kind of a fun story. I mean, yeah. I mean, here's the case for it. Much similar to going to Sean Clifford. It fields us out. The team's still pretty thin on talent, so Fields is out. The season's cooked anyway, so that's fair. Give the young guy a chance. All right, Jimmy, nice win. Thank you. I hope you spilled glizzy juice all over your New Jersey. <laughs> Yuck! <laughs> Yuck! You sir are disgusting. <laughs> this is Rutledge and Hamilton presented by Coors Light. You're listening to Rutledge and Hamilton presented by Coors Light. The mountains are blue, and we can prove it. Follow the show on Twitter at Jim and Matt. Aaron Rodgers, dare I say, looked good in his preseason debut. First in for the gold jackers. First in five years. That's a team player, man. He's just in, right? He's just thrilled to be in New York. It was a good pass. I think. Uh, I think Jet fans have a reason to be excited. I think he's going to be more more valuable than Peyton Manning was with the Broncos. But I have a feeling that Rodgers is going to put up numbers. I think he was twenty-eight and twelve last year. He'd be like thirty and ten. And 65% completion percentage. And, you know, 4,000 yards. But I think they're going to win a lot of games because their defense is really good. And wow, I, they just have such a tough schedule. I know, but their defense was top five last year. And mm-hmm. they won, I think, seven games with a bottom-of-the-league offense. Mm-hmm. So if the defense stays in the top ten and your offense gets to the middle of the road, 
I think they're going to be able. I think they'll win ten games, and I think they'll make the playoffs. Right. But to go from seven to ten in with a tough schedule is not nothing. And then in the playoffs, as Packer fans love to tell me every single year, who knows what happens? And this would be the opposite of what happened in the North. The North was a cakewalk, and they never got punched in the mouth. They're going to get punched in the mouth a lot this year, the Jets. And if they can make it through and get to the playoffs, they're going to be a battle-tested team. He's Matt Hamilton. I am Jim Rutledge. This is uh, Rutledge and Hamilton presented by Coors Light. Okay, I'll blow your mind here. My... uh, my fantasy quarterback this year is Aaron Rodgers. <laughs> Did you wait till like the 10th round? It was, uh, I didn't wait. I'll tell you exactly when. Quarterbacks started to make a run. So it was kind of like the time I had to take a quarterback was more of, more than anything else. And uh, I don't know if it tells me what round I got. Is this the best time of the football season? At least for, for people that get into fantasy, this is, and fantasy football, this is the best time of year, no? Like the drafts are happening now. The most important part of your season, picking your players, is going on right now. And like, there's players that are tearing ACLs and like backups that are coming out of the woodwork. You've got cut day coming. So, like, there's guys that I'm sure I've drafted that are going to get cut in some of my other leagues. So, I, I just, this is the best time for like football fans that expanded past their team fandom and went to like fantasy football and decided like individual players or something worth like rooting for and following too. I know Strofe's into it. Strofe's got he turned a league down with me. I asked him to be a part of a league and then literally a day later, less than 24 hours, he's like, oh yeah, guess what? I, I joined a different league. Do you want to join my league? Neither one of you are asking. I've said multiple times, I want to be in a keeper league, but I, I want to join a league and I never get invited. But that's right. I mean, someone's going to drop out of our dynasty league. I'll get you in. <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean, I'm, a, I'm doing one with my friends at Carbon World Health. So that was where I picked Aaron Rodgers. That's the first. I've only do two this year, I think. I'll do this one with Carbon World Health. I'll do the other one with ESPN Madison. How many are you in, Matt? Um, uh, I am in four for sure, and I think I'll be in one here at ESPN. So five. Well, if you didn't already accept the invite, you're not in. Then I might not. Then I'm thinking I might just be in four. If we don't have 12 in the Madison one, we'll figure out how to get Matt. We have 16. 16? Great. Awesome. Last year, I felt like we had 10 or something. Oh, we had 16 last year. We had a lot last year. Yeah. That was in a different one that was super thin. Uh, I was like, this is kind of annoying. It's not bad. Eight is bad. I I'm, I'm in one eight-man league this Oof. year, but I, if I'm only in one, I don't mind it. The teams are just stacked then. Yeah. No, but it's just, it gets, I don't know. I, I, don't, I don't love it. Uh, eight, you know, I'll ask this question. 844-770-3776. For those of you who are in multiple, you guys can answer this. For those of you who are in multiple fantasy leagues, you know how Mike and Mike used to do the bracket of integrity? Do you try to get the same players on every team? 844-770-3776. I, I think I subconsciously or maybe consciously do if all things are equal. Because then I just can cheer for the same person. Like I don't want to get caught up in like, wait, I got this guy in this league, this guy in this league, and get kind of lost. It's the same reason why in the NCAA tournament I don't make a lot of changes either with the bracket because I want to be able to know and root for something as opposed to, oh, who cares? Hopefully one of my brackets work out. Or in this case, oh, who cares? Hopefully one of my fantasy teams work out. I like to have some sort of integrity with the team so I kind of right. have some players to follow. So, what, what do you guys do with that? So I like to think of it the same way um, – Maybe your people over at uh, Canopy Wealth might think of it. I like to diversify my portfolio in fantasy football players. And 
it, it, there's tough times where you'll be watching a game and you're like, oh, gosh, I need this quarterback and this wide receiver to score points, but the other guy on the other team, I need their quarterback to score, but don't throw it to so-and-so. Right, like I need Mac Jones to score a touchdown, but it can't be to Juju Smith-Schuster. <laughs> yep, yep. Right, so like that gets a little tough. But at the same time, if you do it your way and throw all your eggs in a couple player baskets, and you get an injury or they're just turn out to be booty, mm-hmm. then all of your leagues are booty. That's fair. Or all your leagues have an injury, so I do like to diversify. I might have like three, four guys that I like really like, and I'll key for and yeah. try and get. But for the most part, I like to I spread the wealth, and then I find myself on Sunday night hoping for very particular. I need a touchdown for Patrick Mahomes, but it can't go to Travis Kelsey, and it can't be rushed by Jarek McKinnon. But if Clyde Edwards-Helaire gets it, we're good. <laughs> Show where do you fall on this? Do you kind of an integrity, or do you just kind of pick whatever feels right in the draft? I just do whatever feels right. I've I mean, got the guys fact that you love, lack I've integrity is not shocking to me. So I lack integrity. There is definitely guys that have burned me in the past, and I just they're like blackballed from Matt Hamilton fantasy teams. Like Saquon Barkley, I will never draft Saquon Barkley again. 844-770-3776, do you blackball players? But also, do you have like rules? Like I don't like drafting. Like I didn't draft anyone as far as a skill position player from Arizona. I said that. Yeah, there's a few teams I have. That's, that's just like a hot mess down there. I don't want any part of it. I have a friend in a league that's drafting tonight who – Will not draft a player that has any sort of like criminal history. Oh wow, yeah. that, that is so. It's very limited. I good remember for him, one I year. One year they almost <laughs> were going to take somebody, and we had to like talk them out of it because, and we wanted to because we wanted this player still available, but they had a, a history. So yeah, it's it's a pretty funny uh, draft method that this person goes for. <laughs> <laughs> that is interesting. What's the wild and the eight four four seven seven zero thirty seven seventy six? What's the wildest rule you have for drafting your fantasy football team? Eight four four seven seven zero thirty seven seventy six. The wildest rule you have for drafting your fantasy football team? That one's pretty bold. I mean, I guess good for him for the scruples having integrity with that. <laughs> yeah, but, no. Uh, that's that one is is bold. Uh, Strofe, any rules for yours, or still just no rules? Just draft whatever. Draft whatever. Yeah, lack. I mean, no integrity. No integrity. Yeah. One of my, I do have a rule. It is, it is never too soon to reach for one of the two top, two or three top end tight ends. So, okay. like, if you yeah. first round, I don't think it's crazy to go for Jason Kelsey. The biggest discrepancy in fantasy Jason football. Kelsey. He plays. Uh, excuse me. Uh, hey man, Travis he gets, Kelsey. He gets uh, offensive Jason line points Kelsey, as well. Yeah, if you get good blocking points, depending on your offensive line scoring. <laughs> No, uh, Travis this is the Kelsey. Most in-depth fantasy league ever. Travis Kelsey would be a big. He he's going to score as much as like a wide receiver. So like, if you take the third best tight end in the league, he's not even going to be close to like Travis Kelsey or Mark Andrews. So you can reach for those guys. I'll give you that, that because there's so few of them. Yeah, tight ends. I like reaching for. That's one of my like rules for. That's actually <laughs> rule in life. Aside from fantasy football. Matt Go Hamilton. Ahead and reach for tight ends. <laughs> Rule of life for Matt Hamilton. He Stroke, loves you can to write that one down. Save it in reach your for, uh, uh, repertoire. Tight ends. You have no idea how many times that's helped me out of a jam. <laughs> Josh Madison chimes in. I refuse to draft Packers since I'm a Packers fan and I'm biased. That's fair. I talk myself out of Bear players. That's funny because that's the opposite of what I do. I didn't I, get just. I waited. I got Rodgers to the Fields because like ah, I feel like I'm reaching a little bit, and I should have drafted Fields. So I ended up with Rodgers. 
But I did do DJ Moore, but that was the only one I got. When Matt, when Matt Forte was the man in, like, I don't know, what was that, 2009? <laughs> Something like that. I, I, I've officially always thought Chicago running back, good move. I mean, so I got no, no, no integrity. Wrong. No integrity to my fandom whatsoever. Okay, but he was saying more of, like, he's overbiased. He doesn't want to draft the guy. Like, he's going to oversell his player. Here's the thing. I would love to get a Packer player, but everybody reaches... Correct. Way higher than I am willing to like, go. You think Anders Carlson will be drafted in any of your leagues this year? I mean, I'm going to use my last pick in my fantasy football draft to draft him. You draft a kicker after a defense? Yeah. Really? I didn't even draft a kicker. I ended up making yeah, a cut Yeah, I might later not even there. draft a kicker and then just wait until week one and then swap a guy in and out. Kickers and defenses, I pretty much just stream based on the matchup. Uh, Clinkster chimes in. I've never drafted anyone from the Lions, Vikings, and Bears. Didn't care how good they are. Their success could hurt the Packers in the standings. That's fandom there. That is. I want your wild fantasy football rules. 844-770-3776 or, or just like tendencies. I don't love drafting Packers. I would have. Yeah, this- I, I like Clinkster's rule because I have found myself sitting in situations where I'm like, oh, man, the Packers are playing a guy that I would like. To win, like to score, but not to beat the Packers, right? Like I need them to do well enough to help me do good for my team, but not so well that it affects my Packers W. That's a that's a sticky spot. I mean, it can happen all the time, but most likely it's going to happen within the division. Matt, uh, before we go to break here, what is the best score you've ever shot in your life playing golf? Um, my best score was three over seventy five this year. If you were 6'3", 215, and near 80, do you think you could shoot 67 at Bedminster? No. This is Rutledge and Hamilton, presented by Coors Light. Listening to Rutledge and Hamilton, presented by Coors Light. Miss any of the show? Find full show podcasts free on Wisconsin On Demand and wherever you get your podcasts. We need to get back out to see our friend Lee at Ruth Chris Steakhouse in Middleton because I agree. Yes, who doesn't want to go? It, I haven't put in a shift since I got my chef's coat. Oh yeah, so we can do a show and then you can do a shift. Yeah, you could cook something up for uh, the team. Yeah, maybe make a couple extra bucks. There you go. We'll <laughs> give you a, a good part-time tip. gig working in go. the kitchen at Ruth's Chris. Yeah, uh, you won't replace Kevin. I'll tell you that. Uh, maybe you could be his bar back or something like that. The best bartender in Madison over at Ruth's Chris Steakhouse in Middleton. Best uh, kept secret is their sizzle, swizzle, and swirl happy hour. Go in and enjoy it. It's fantastic. And with holiday season coming up, great way to get a, a gift card or, or things like that for someone as well over at Ruth's Chris Steakhouse in Middleton. He's Hamilton. I am Rutledge, and I have a question for you regarding the Packers in 844-770-3776. There are some reports out there that Yash Nyman could just be cut. Is there a Packers player who's on the bubble or would actually surprise you if they're cut? Yash should probably be my vote. but Yeah, I'd agree with Yash. Uh, it seems like Royce Newman's career as a Packer is over and done with, but that's not super surprising. No, I don't think that's surprising. Uh, O'Donnell wasn't shocking. I don't think it's the best choice. No, I agree, and I think that's probably the, the most surprising cut we'll get. I think you're right, but I mean, Yash's name keeps on popping up, and usually if there's that much around it that either he gets traded or... I still or, feel like, yeah, to your point, like I think you could get a fifth-round pick for him or sixth-round pick for him. 
Yeah, I think so. Maybe a seventh. I mean, Isaiah Simmons was traded for a seventh rounder. So it's hard to guess. Uh, and he was a former first rounder. It's hard to guess what you could get from. But I would imagine the Packers. Here's what I'm imagining happening is that they're exploring every option humanly possible to trade him. And then at some point they might decide it's not even worth getting a seventh rounder back. Let's just get out from it. I don't know if there's salary cap implications one way or the other for that something like that. But that would surprise me because I do think he is a, a good swing tackle in the NFL. And I don't see why they felt feel the need to get rid of him. So I guess explain, Stroff, you're the biggest Packer. You're the most swim-deep Packer fan on this, on this show here. <laughs> why do they view him so expendable? Because for me, like I get Royce, but Yash, I guess he can only play the tackles, but it's not like Bakhtiari is the pillar of health. He's practicing like once a week. Correct. And Rashid Walker, last year's, one of the last year's seventh-round picks, has really seemed to overtake Yash as that swing tackle. Um, so if, if box out or if Zach Tom gets injured, God forbid, because I'm really excited to see what he can do in his second year, uh, it seems like Rashid Walker would, would pass Yash Nyman as the top option there. I like Nyman. He's, he's played really well every time he's been thrown into situations. So it surprises me how far he's fallen down the depth chart. But in, in, on the interior side, you have those spots locked up, and it seems like Yash isn't you know very ahead there. But I don't think yeah I don't think if he's your, if, if he's your sixth best offensive lineman or seventh best offensive lineman that's a really good problem to have. I guess the way I looked at it is that when I look at Bakhtiari, it's just a large question. Like out of I think he plays twelve games this year. Now you think you're getting a full season on Bakhtiari? I think that's what he played last year. Um, hopefully more than twelve. I would like to see him. Then get play seventeen like games, limited snaps. But I think if. Yeah, I think it's possible for him to play 17 games. Like, obviously, injuries are random, but I think if he's kind of on a snap count, not necessarily thinking he is going to be our three-down tackle every single time we're on offense, I don't think he'd make 17 games. He, I don't think but he's I think got that's the what they're for it. run him out as. He's not going to practice during the week, but I think that's what will save him. I mean, that might be it. He, They've got to find some way to uh, – Limit the tread on the tires there for Bakhtiari because he's got a finite number of seasons in this NFL left, and if you want to make sure he's useful for as long or as for as many of those as possible, it's going to be putting him on a snap count of some fashion. Well, and I think for the Packers, is as brutal or as unfair as it sounds, I think they only care about getting him through this year. I think after no, I this think year, so too, yeah. they're going to move on past. I think he's going to be a Jet. Yeah, I could see that. I also think the Packers are more than willing to move on from him as well. So. Um, that's not a knock on Bakhtiari. I just think at this age, it, the, other, the other aspect of it, though, is that if the Packers are a, let's say they're out of it. Let's say they have five, six wins with three or four games to go. And at some point, Bakhtiari might say, yeah, my knee hurts. I'm not, I'm not running out there anymore because I want to be able to play in the NFL longer. I'm not risking a career-ending injury like Ryan Jansen just had where he's had two knee injuries back-to-back years to center from the, for Tampa, and he's done. Like he's going to have uh, like st- like stem cells installed from uh, into his knee to try to reinvigorate, like to try to regenerate some of the stuff going on there. So that's how bad his knee is. So I don't think Bakhtiari is far away from that. Like Bakhtiari is probably one bad knee injury from being done. So if this team is going the wrong direction late in the year, I could see Bakhtiari sitting. I mean, I could see the Packers shutting him down too. Not necessarily for the future of Bakhtiari, but the, the, his like future trade value. They're going to move on from him. They, they won't be able to trade him, but they don't want to have a big injury settlement, and they might want to see what they have in the young guy. Right. I mean, yeah, I think this is the last year of his contract, right? No, it's just they can get out of his contract pretty decently after gotcha. this year. Okay. Like, this is the last year where his contract seems basically unmovable. 
Fair but enough. 844-770-3776. Would you be what surprise player or what player of the Packers cut would they would that surprise you? So the Packers wide receivers is going to be Watson, Dobbs, Torre, Reed, not in a specific order, and then you're going to have Heath in the mix. And who am I missing then? Jaden Reed. I said Reed. Okay. Uh, I just I put him in backwards order. I had Reed after Torre. I, I don't know that Torre is going to make it. Really. I think well, he might he's be been a good on special guy. teams. He might make. He might have carved himself. I a figured role they would keep teams. six. So what are the six? But uh, there's a guy by the name of Bo Melton who well, is uh, Melton listed. won't make it. It'll be Tay Wicks and, and Grant Dubose, both rookies. Uh, those guys will probably be. I mean, the Packers don't like to cut draft picks, but is it pronounced Dubois? No, it's Dubose. It is Grant Dubose. Yep. Huh. He's out here taking swings and misses. D u b o s e, and he thought it was Dubois. I don't know. I've I've heard of people spelled different ways. <laughs> different spellings make different uh, sounds. <laughs> I just figured you were wrong there, Strofe. I've heard it both ways. I've heard it both ways. <laughs> Real quick, got to tell you about my friends over at Door County Distillery, locally produced, handcrafted, and award-winning spirits. There's no party like a Door County Distillery party. Go to their website, DoorCountyDistillery.com. To find the retailer nearest you and their unique cocktail recipes, they will sure to be a hit of any football gathering you have coming up. Officially football season. Do it right with Door County Distillery. DoorCountyDistillery.com. I know the answer is no, the Packers wouldn't do this. But as a fan, would you feel more comfortable with P.J. Walker or Sean Clifford as your backup quarterback? Sean Clifford. He's a stud. All right. He's not going to be serious. <laughs> I haven't been for the last I, three weeks. I don't, <laughs> want, I don't want a good... Necessary backup quarterback because if we lose Jordan Love, I'd rather just tank and get the best draft pick possible. You so. say that now, but what happens if the team in this bad division, which everyone is the number one reason why the Packers might win the division, the whole division is trash, which is not a great sign for the quality of the Packers team. But let's say that you are 500 late in the year. Jordan Love looks fine, like looks like he's a guy you're going to keep around. Would you rather Colt McCoy's another guy got cut? Would you rather go to Colt McCoy or PJ Walker and give yourself a chance, or light your season on fire and go to Sean Clifford? Light the season on fire. Okay, Strofe. Light the season on fire. Sean wow. Clifford, but that's not lighting the season on fire. That is lighting the season. That's lighting, lighting the, the world on fire. Yeah! All right. This show is officially drunk. This is Roger <laughs> Hamilton presented by Coors Light. This summer, Coors Light wants you to retire. Even if it's only temporary.